Hello and welcome to Wellness KE, the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Fatma. It's yet another amazing day. And today we want to tackle something that's so important. It's actually something that you probably haven't thought about as much, but that's why we're here. We want to make sure that we feed you with the right information that can help you in your life, your business, whatever the case, this is the platform that will give you all the information you need. And remember, you can be able to contribute to the conversation. All you have to do is go to the Anchor app and you press the green icon and you can be able to leave us a voice message if you like the conversation that we're having today or if you have any questions regarding what we've talked about. Thank you so much to those of you who have sent in your questions. Some of you wanted to know about our guests the books that are coming out. Some of you really wanted to share your own personal stories. So I know that we're going to get to a place where we can host all of you so that you can share as much as you can because this is the platform for doing that. Remember, you can be able to follow Wellness KE on our social media handles at KE Wellness on Twitter, at well underscore Ness KE on Instagram. Yet another Instagram account, we're moving on up at Wellness with Fatma and on Facebook, Wellness KE. It's as simple as that. You can leave us a message. You can send us your questions and we'll be sure to answer them. Now, I'll stop talking so that I can give my guest a chance to introduce himself. My next guest is the founder of SAZ Branding. I have him on my show because I really want for him to talk more about branding, image, and how you can be able to change your business so that you can be able to have, mm, let's just say you can have uh, more competition um, compared to the others who are doing something similar as to what you are doing. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Suleiman Abdulaziz. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much for the kind words. <laughs> I am actually honored to be on the podcast. I listen to almost every podcast that you, you you release. Thank you so and, much. And um, before I even start, I must say thank you and uh, keep on doing what you're doing. There's some people you're impacting in a positive way. Thank you so much. So I really wanted for you to be here because I feel like you can be able to share a lot of information regarding what it is that you do. So maybe we can start from the top and you can tell us what you do um, and, you know, what your day looks like. Okay. Um, so as you have been told, I'm mm -hmm. Suleiman Abdulaziz. Uh, I'm the owner and... Uh, founder of uh, SAZ Branding and uh, what SAZ Branding does is um, it's a firm that deals with branding as a, in general mm -hmm. but we focus mainly on two aspects of branding and that is brand strategy as well as uh, brand identity. Okay. So a typical day uh, I'll say starts by me waking up at around 5.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. I offer my prayers and then after that I'll meditate a little bit if i can say meditation because mm -hmm. it's not really that kind of meditation that you might understand but it's more or less connecting spiritually uh with my mecca but then again also understanding what lies ahead for me yeah. and planning in accordance to that okay yeah 
that's awesome so i really love the fact that you've already given us an idea of what it is that you do but there's someone who's listening and thinking brand strategy hmm, how does this like how do i apply this into my life and you know there's so many people who um they run businesses there are people who are social media influencers and they haven't necessarily thought given much thought to their brand themselves as a brand or their businesses as a brand yeah and this is something that i've learned is so important and that's why i want for you to even expound more on this so maybe you can just uh, tell us um from the top yeah. your definition of branding such that our listeners can be able to understand what that really means okay and i think i'll start by saying what is not a brand okay so first and foremost a logo is not a brand okay um secondly an identity is not a brand mm -hmm. also a product or service or somebody mm. it's not a brand okay and majority of people when they see coca-cola on the shelf and they see minute made or dasani mm. and it's hard for them to associate that all these come from one brand okay they believe that the products are different brands but it's not mm. the case and also um when you're seeing quencha and i don't know who and who and who mm. you say i like this brand mm. but that's not a brand that's a, that's product. a product okay okay so in Martin Numa's uh, kind of definition, Martin Numa is more or less who we consider being the guru who's still alive till today mm. in terms of branding and um, all this mm. associated with that. Okay. And in his own words, he says that branding is a person's gut feeling about a product, service or an organization. Okay, so that the gut feeling I have when I see something. Exactly. Okay. So, for example, I know we have a lot of men listening to your podcast. Okay. When I say Mercedes, mm. what do you think? Mm, okay, I think class. Ah. I think class or okay. luxury. Okay. Yeah. Mercedes. And when I say Dayatsu, what do you think? Mm. And what do you feel? Okay, I don't... I, okay, I feel kind of monanchi, maybe. Okay. Okay, I don't know and if I'm now, right. <laughs> so my definition of branding here yeah, is yeah. that branding from the word itself. Back then, we look at the etymology of the word. It's that branding. You know that piece of iron that mm. they used to scald. If I can say scald, yeah. they used to scald on, cattle, on cattle and say yeah. this cattle is mine. Mm. So by that we translate now to the modern and present day definition of branding mm. being scolding the subconscious part of the consumer so that he always remembers you and he knows you by certain attributes and that's why the gut mm. feelings come into play mm. we're saying this because branding or brands are defined by individuals yeah. and not companies, okay. not markets or okay. publics. Okay. And we also say the gut feeling because people are emotional yeah, mm. and they're intuitive beings. So brands, they actually connect at an emotional level, mm. contrary to marketers who connect to consumers and customers. So brands mm. connect emotionally. 
So this is why maybe when I see anything to do with Coca-Cola and ad, I just think family gathering, I think happiness because they've made me feel like if exactly. you drink Coca-Cola, I'm going to I'm going to be happy. Exactly. Okay. Their own brand statement is open happiness. Mm. So subconsciously over the years, the last 10 decades or mm. so, they have bombarded people with this information that when you hear that opening of the Coca-Cola, that's mm-hmm. yes. You are actually opening happiness. Okay. And all the advertisement will show people who are happy, happy yeah. and they might be sad at the beginning, mm. but once the coca-cola is opened be sure they'll be happy you know (laughs) so this is something they know okay on on how they they can use this as a tool for them okay so that's such an uh, interesting point because when you when you say that then does it mean that there's a difference between um branding and marketing there is a difference between branding and marketing so is it a huge difference if i'm if i'm if I'm fat mine, I want to brand myself as yeah. some a certain thing, yeah. but then I have to still market myself out there so mm. that people can be able to buy into my brand. Yeah. What would you say is the difference between now a brand um, and, and between the main and the main difference between um, marketing and branding? I would mm. say is that marketing is more about pushing out the product. Mm. It's about getting consumers and customers to mm. pick your product okay okay so more or less okay being uh somebody from branding also unbiased but they're just shoving down your throat yes okay yes. so buy our product it looks good and take it you know so is this what an, an advert would do or a billboard would do not I necessarily know? okay 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 so you'll be told buy this book mm. limited stock mm. so they give you that oh, yes. kind of time factor yes, time. and then they'll tell you it's on offer so they'll anchor the price they'll tell you it's 500 it's usually 1000 mm. then they cancel yes. and then they give you 500 okay. so they're kind of pressuring you into getting that mm. on the other spectrum we have now brands branding. Yeah. and what branding does is as we said it's an Gut, it's the gut feeling of that particular person towards the brand. Mm-hmm. So here the brand doesn't communicate anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's you, you're saying, mm-hmm. okay, I want luxury. So let me go buy the Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, so people connect emotionally. And brands, what they do, they actually create an audience. And an audience creates fanatics. Yeah. You know of those people who have uh, a Mac and they have the the... Apple Watch, they have yeah. their iPhone 11, they yeah. have they have all the these paraphernalia coming in okay. because the brand already sold themselves to them. Okay. okay. So it's a little bit different because one aspect is whereby your organization or yourself you're trying to sell yourself. So mm. that's why you're paying people to tell others that you're good. Okay. But the other aspect is to let those people you're trying to get into their life then decide. decide that you are the best option. Okay, okay? I understand you. So, so it's a little bit different, I've actually but understood. they must work together okay. in order to reach your organizational goals. Okay. So 
even when we are looking at a Coke advertisement, mm. of course they have that marketing aspect of on course, it, yeah. but they have that emotional aspect to it mm. to bring into the, the branding into play also. Okay. Yeah. So then it makes sense. That means if I, for instance, if there's a mom out there and she wants to buy maybe diapers yeah. and she feels like this particular one makes her baby feel cuddly and soft, even though yeah. she's not the one who's <laughs> going to be wearing it. Exactly. But then she still has that feeling. Exactly. And that's why she'll always buy that one. True. Whether she has the money or not, she'll just yeah. stick to it. So it, this... ma- it might not even be the cheapest yes. option, but she feels like this is the best option. Okay, so that's, so that's where the, the power of a brand. Comes in. Exactly. That is such an important point. Thank you so much for making that clear. Yeah. And you know, the thing is that um, on Wellness KE, we actually asked our listeners to send in their questions, and I'm so grateful you guys have sent so many questions. So I'm going to ask Suleiman to answer as much as he can. Okay. Um, and we can start with the very first question question which i think we've covered someone was just asking about the definition of branding in simple terms and um how important uh branding is for a business or even for an individual as a brand yeah yeah so someone wants to know if is it important for me to make sure that my business has the right brand or me as an individual yeah um just making sure that I have the right brand. I think we've we've covered, we've covered that. that. Yeah, but actually... just to add on him uh-huh. and uh, maybe to the other listeners, yeah, we can brand almost anything. Okay. There are people who have branded rocks and mm-hmm. sold them for five dollars each and mm-hmm. made themselves a fortune just okay. because they had branded rocks. Okay. And uh, we brand individuals, we brand events, we brand experiences. Masai Mara, for example, mm-hmm. is a branded experience. Mm-hmm. You have nothing physical when you come out of Masai Mara, but the yeah. experience is what you you went you through. Have, yeah. yeah. Um, so we can brand people, products, services, and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to add on that, mm-hmm. um, it's very important to brand yourself or the organization because we live in a world um, thanks to globalization Mm. we are now interconnected we are competing with people from South Africa we're competing with people from China Mm. Brazil importing sugars from there and everything so as the competition has grown you need to stand out and the only way you can do that effectively is through branding Mm. yeah okay well now I understand why I understand why Safaricom has a certain feel. Yeah. It just feels like they include everyone. Mm. There's a feeling I feel where it's not saying like exclusively certain people can use it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it has made sense to me. So thank you so much for that. Um, here's another question someone has asked. Mm. What is the benefit of having a brand strategist to yeah. me as a social media influencer. So this person is a social media influencer. Yeah. And this is someone I know. She actually has about 5,700 followers. Yeah. And she wants to know if at this point where she is, because yeah. already she has people who send, in, send her outfits, people who send her, you know, products yeah. so that she can get to um, post on her page. Mm-hmm. Is it, would someone like you be beneficial to her and how would you help her? Yeah, I think there's always room for improvement, mm-hmm. right? And uh, as as the people who do the branding, mm-hmm. we are just but a mere tool mm-hmm. for you to use in order to achieve your goals. Okay. So for her, I will suggest to get in touch with a professional mm-hmm. and um, she needs to share the goals that she has. And this professional will actually um, try and orient her in how to achieve these goals mm. in a cheaper, more efficient way, okay. but with the maximum impact. Okay. Yeah. So 
uh, can take, for example, her situation mm. and hypothetically, for example, before we even decide uh, how the pictures are going to look or whatever, mm. we have to look at the core brand attributes. And that's something I think which is very, very important. Mm -hmm. So for her, what is the impact she wants to create? Mm. Um, what is the message she's putting across? What is the the culture she's trying to create how does she want people to look and uh, feel the brand mm -hmm. yeah so all of those are the questions she needs to answer mm -hmm. we, uh, of course with the help of the professional who will be like Guiding a moderator, okay. moderator and guider yeah okay. and then once she has all these that's when now they can decide on how they will um, go to the to, to, to reach an audience that they prefer. Mm. So, of course, there's a lot of people on Instagram. Mm. They might be even, I don't know, maybe one billion, two billion people. Mm. So they have to segment all these people, okay? So maybe a 15-year-old uh, high schooler mm. might not be uh, part of that targeted audience. Mm. So for them, we don't need to develop anything for them. Okay. But if she has a specific person, let's say hypothetically, somebody between 30 and 35 years and uh, a woman, mm. uh, let's say independent, working, earning between 80,000 to 150,000, now there are specific ways in which we can target them. So somebody who's busy like that, now we start to think and we assume that they're only available on Instagram maybe between 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. After that, they're tired and before that, they're at work and they're busy. Yeah. So all of these kind of strategies mm. are what now this professional will bring in in order to maximize the impact that she will want to create. Okay, and then yeah. now you work together with her analytics so that exactly. you can make everything work. Exactly. Yeah? Okay, that makes a lot of yeah. sense. So, um, thank you so much for answering that question. And now we can move on to the next question. There's someone who has asked what do I study to become a brand strategist because they have an interest in it. Yeah. And also um, he says, what does the job entail okay um yeah so what do you study to become a brand strategist mm -hmm. um here in kenya there's no school that will teach you that okay and uh, i've looked east and central africa there's also no school that will teach you that okay. there is a school in um pretoria yeah in pretoria south okay. africa that does that yeah. and um what you will be required to study is actually brand management mm. and uh, inside the the degree or the master program that you'll do you have courses about strategies and strategic thinking design thinking okay. and uh, that's where you can get it but for those of us who think that um, four years of our lives going to school learning this might be too much mm -hmm. or might be expensive yeah um there are cheaper options mm. but you need to have the passion to do it it's okay. very tedious okay you have to learn a lot you have to keep up with current trends yeah. and uh, current affairs mm -hmm. and i will say the cheapest option you can do is first of all just log in to your account on youtube mm -hmm. start looking there's a great channel called the future the future, the future okay. but without the e of okay. future so okay. it's futur okay. um they have great content about this and i think majority of people mm -hmm. uh, 
learn through through their channel. That's amazing. Uh, there's there are other people like Will Patterson. Uh, he's from the UK and he has a channel. He shows how all these things are done. Um, then there is a site called Udemy. Mm-hmm. They have courses. They have free courses. Mm-hmm. If you need a certificate, you pay fifty dollars, which is about five Gs, okay. and you learn a lot. Mm-hmm. But of course, it's the passion that will keep you like oh, yeah. yeah on the yeah, steering interested because you can do that for one week yeah. and then it becomes serious and tedious mm. then you run away yeah. so you definitely need the passion and the skills required for this first of all you have to be a critical thinker because mm. at the end of the day we are solving problems mm. and uh, your problem solving skills must be on the higher side yeah. because somebody comes and tells you I need to increase my Instagram followers. Mm. So that's a problem. Yeah. But you can't just say, okay, let's make ads and uh, we'll, we'll have people there. No, it's more than that. Why do the ones that are already there, why did they decide to follow? So yeah. that's something we need to learn. Mm. And it takes a lot of time doing this research until you reach to this uh, final part. Mm. So it's possible to learn even if you are at home. And this will be the best time with us being home yeah. and... Uh, a little bit of workload is taken off us so we have the time and yeah we can do that it's possible that's awesome i mean i think that uh, if someone is really interested in doing something they're going to learn in in any way in any way i mean i have i have clicked on on youtube videos and learned how to cook some things (laughs) (laughs) only because i I really yeah only because i really wanted to make whatever i wanted to make so i really believe that if you really have an interest you're definitely going to go for it so check out udemy you can check out the channels um future without the e at the end um, so that you can be able to learn more. Yeah. And thank you for answering that question. And yeah. let's move on to the next question. Yeah. So this person has asked, what profession would you be in if you were not a creative? Because creatives are not valued as much in Kenya. That's a good question. Uh, yeah. And it hits home, you know, <laughs> yeah. like my heart just went pie. Yeah. <laughs> because um, I was doing my undergraduate degree at USAU, mm. um, between 2011 and 2014 okay and um, at that time i was painting a lot i used Mm. to paint and i would make this beautiful artwork so i'm saying beautiful because i'm the one who made it yeah it was (laughs) beautiful (laughs) yeah so i make these artworks and Mm -hmm. everything but then again somebody you're like trying to sell the artwork and somebody tells you i'll give you 1500 for Mm -hmm. that and it doesn't even cover the price of uh, the stretched canvas the paint and uh, let alone the time on the yeah. effort yeah and it will bring me down and a lot of the paintings that I painted I kept at home mm. because I was like they're more valuable here than 1500 know, you know yeah. so I understand and it's not just in Kenya yeah. I've been to Tanzania I've mm. been to the DRC yeah. I've been to Burundi mm. it's all over mm. this work that people do with their hand mm. and their minds it's not highly valued. Mm. Um, on the first part, I think partly because we value the other person's work. Mm. The other person's here being, uh, let's say, these big farms mm. or foreigners yes. or, Doctor. you know, yeah, exactly. Yes. So we value that contrary to the people who are just trying to start uh, their enterprises. Yeah. yeah? Um, but then again, um, we don't have a 
spirit of like helping each other out yeah. you know uh, people will refuse to give you a hundred shillings mm. to go to the hospital yeah. but will contribute a thousand for your funeral yeah that's the mentality i'm trying mm. to picture here mm. and when these people are starting out that's when they need the most help of course and that's when they need the maximum revenue so that they can grow so as a creative um it's very tough mm. it's very tough because most of the people they don't value your inputs intellectually mm. for me um a lot of these international clients I'm working with, I charge them by the hour. Mm-hmm. Now, if you say by the hour in Kenya, people will say this person is stealing from me. Mm-hmm. What if he's sleeping and he's not working? Yeah. We don't have that trust. Yeah. So that's the first step. And also, because I charge them by the hour, mm-hmm. they know my worth. Personally, I only work for four hours a day. But the rest of the day, I'll keep thinking about the work. Of course, yeah. Now, what's the compensation for that? Mm, okay, so for us here, it's very hard mm. to quantify it. And when you tell somebody, I'll do a painting, I'll draw a portrait for about 20,000, 30,000, mm. they think you are unreasonable. Mm. But that's the sad reality. Yeah. But I'll, I would like to change mm. that mentality yeah. because normally what I do, I show my work. And after I show you my work, I take you through the whole process. Yeah. I'll be with you since the morning till the evening, yeah. till you get tired. Yeah. And then you'll be like, oh, this guy actually works. Yeah. And then now give me the job. Yeah, and I have to add the fact that um, even for Wellness KE, you've given me some really, really good um, advice and ideas. Yeah. And just the fact that I started out being, you know, thinking I'm all over the place. I was not sure. I knew what I wanted to do, but I mm. had to define it in my mind. Mm. And that is something that you helped me out with. So I really have to say that for anyone out there who is even considering or thinking about getting a brand strategist, it's a, a very important step to take because sometimes we can have the passion. We can really feel like we know what we are supposed to do. But there is a way you are supposed to con- communicate um, when it comes to your niche or your targeted audience. And we might not know that. And that's where branding comes in. And that's where brand strategies comes in because they put things very clear for you such that now all you have to do is merge your, ex- your passion with his skill and then you move forward. And I can say for me, I have moved mm-hmm. forward um, with all the advice that you've given me. You're I've welcome. moved way, way forward. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, and here's another question that's yeah. interesting. Um, what would it cost me or my business if I had to consider branding? Okay. Basically, what they're asking is the cost the of branding. Cost, yeah. 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 So branding in itself, um, here I'm speaking in the general field yeah. right it doesn't have a price value okay okay coca-cola coca-cola's brand is valued at 60 billion dollars okay so for them anything to do with the brand it's it's a lot of money yeah okay um me personally as Suleiman, i'm yeah. not branded or anything mm-hmm. so anything to do with my brand is almost close to nil for example but then there's small businesses who maybe understand the power of branding and would like now to include branding into the organization Mm. and do it correctly. And um, the general rule of thumb is more or less 15% of the marketing budget. But of course, the work itself 
um, a typical, let's say, brand identity for a small and medium-sized business. Mm-hmm. A mom and pops operation, a small supermarket. Um, I don't know, you do some certain services and whatever. Mm-hmm. It will take um, the actual work will take around 68 to 100 hours the minimum is 68 hours so the 68 to 100 hours um let's say your base rate is around 3000 per hour Mm. so you multiply by that you get around 180 something thousand to about 300 yeah so it's relative if i can say but then again, when you talk to these uh, strategists, mm. they would be more or less inclined and lenient towards small businesses mm. as compared to big cooperatives. Okay. For example, um, here in Kenya, Safaricom asks me to work with them. Mm. I won't charge it. I won't charge them the way, let's you say, for charge. example, Wellness KE yeah, asks yeah, me to do something. True. Yeah, and. Uh, most of these professionals also have quarters for pro bono work. Mm-hmm. I myself volunteer to two NGOs. Uh, okay. They're dealing with orphans and the elderly. Okay. One of them is Maisha Mazuri. Mm-hmm. And um, I usually do fr- any design that they want for free. Okay. Uh, that's my contribution to their to cause. Okay. And it's more or less my social corporate responsibility, okay. if I can say. I get you. Yeah. Okay. So what also is a factor might be the work itself Mm. you see for example if you're starting from scratch Mm. that's one thing but then again you have a new product Mm. you want to launch it you already have a brand guideline it was already done you know the brand colors you know the message the voice of the brand then it will be a little bit cheaper Mm. compared to somebody who's starting from scratch I would suggest that everybody, before even launching the business, to actually do it. Okay. It will become way cheaper in the long run, mm. rather than trying to do it when you have an organization, you already had templates for, I don't know, letterheads, mm. I don't know, envelopes, and then we have to redo all that at okay. this point. Yeah. Okay, so if I'm someone who is starting, maybe let's say a business, or for instance, what's really happening on social media right now, a lot of, yeah. people, are, a lot of people are becoming social media influencers, yeah. they want to market themselves and they also want to become brands mm. so for someone like that um, they wouldn't obviously be charged the same as a business True. I mean, yeah? yeah so then that means you have to sit down with them you have to understand if they already had an idea they yeah. already had a niche exactly. and then now you would work with them from there yeah okay okay that makes a lot of sense okay so um, here's our next question okay. how can I ensure my business and my brand has longevity mm. in a new and growing field okay so i guess this is someone who is in a new field and it's growing and he wants to make sure that the brand has longevity okay so from history we always remember the people who started Mm. the pioneers okay yeah and uh because he's jumping into a new field he should entitled himself the title mm. pioneer okay. and it will help a lot because he'll be one of those who started that so ah, that's the first thing okay and he'll be a reference point yeah so even 100 years down the line mm. when they're saying um this field started back in the 
2010s or 2020s mm. he'll be a reference point so he okay. should sell that he so should what sell you're that saying is, let me understand yeah. so this field is new yeah. for instance this is someone who wants to sell to people i don't know spinach and make sure that he delivers it to their homes mm -hmm. and there's nobody else doing that yeah. so what he needs to do is to make sure that he says that he's he he's is the, the pioneer yeah like the, or the, the first okay or, the first. yeah to do that mm -hmm. and you know like you'll see even adverts uh, world number ones I don't know what 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 yes. uh, the pioneers in this yes, field yes, yes, or yes, the yes. top dogs in this field mm. and that's just a branding tool they're using just to make sure that you know he's the first mm. and because they're the first ones in the field mm. of course they will be able to do much more yes. than the ones that There's come after else. because yes. now they have the experience yeah um but then again in terms of just uh, normal branding mm. if you want your brand to remain for long first of all i would say um be consistent mm. so for example if we are used to the red coca-cola yeah and then one day you find a bottle of coca-cola that's printed in orange mm. and be like what the hell is this mm. you know True. and you probably won't even drink it because mm. you're like mm, i'm that not sure this is coca-cola yeah, yeah. so consistency that's the key word here okay and human beings like consistency mm. no matter the way we are saying we like change and whatever yeah human beings are consistent yeah beings. yeah and uh if you tell somebody you'll do this in a particular way and you actually hold that promise mm. you make somebody become loyal to you okay. and once you have loyal supporters that's where now the revenue for growth is coming in because yeah. you know at least per month i have 10,000 people buying my product mm. and that's where the growth starts from yeah okay but then again i'll say uh stick to your core brand attributes yeah so if your brand let's say the look and feel it's a warm brand mm. it feels welcoming so stay true to that be it tough times hard times good times yeah. stay true to that yeah. and with the example we were saying about opening happiness yeah it has been there ever since for a very long yeah. time and even the kids they know if they want to be happy they'll just buy a coke yeah yeah do you know the fact that you've said that i've realized that um i was thinking about the fact that okay this might not be the perfect yeah. example but um as musicians yeah there's uh one thing that i noticed because as someone who is female and yeah. i listen to music by rihanna yeah. so what one thing i noticed is that when she started out she was more like island girl and yeah. then they changed her to this good girl gone bad yeah and then she maintained that image and now everybody just knows her as that exactly and i think um that's the perfect example of how someone can understand themselves as a brand yeah. understand their niche and the type mm -hmm. of people who actually like to listen to them for mm -hmm. this particular example and then once you've tapped into that you just make sure that you stay consistent and people just expect that from you yeah yeah exactly okay so exactly. that is something that so I they have to stay consistent consistent yeah, yeah. That's so very I hope, very important yeah i hope that that's something that um our our listener is going to learn from i'm sure they are because yeah. if let's say for instance you are a fun brand 
things don't just change and switch exactly. up all of a sudden <laughs> just... and decide you've changed everything exactly. because maybe you are tired of it. Yeah, and yeah. by doing that, you lose part of your audience. Yeah. And remember, the biggest asset to a brand is the audience. Yes, exactly. because they are the ones who now support the brand. Yeah. They keep buying into the brand. Exactly. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, so here's another question. I want to venture into yeah. the makeup, cosmetics, and beauty industry, yeah. and I want to have branded products. Okay. How can I go about it? Okay, so before we even try and tell you how we're supposed to do it, yeah. first of all, we must understand, so who are you targeting? Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's women, okay. Now, these women, what's their age group? Mm -hmm. Does somebody who's 70 year old mm -hmm. will want to buy a product? Yeah. Or somebody who is uh, 10 years old? Mm. So we have to target this kind of ideal customer. Okay. So let's say she's female. Mm -hmm. She's um, 30. She's mm -hmm. earning. She yeah. has, let's say, her purchasing power is high. Okay. She has a little bit of money she can spend every weekend. Okay. So these are the type of people you are targeting so okay. that's your ideal client mm -hmm. and that's just step one mm -hmm. and then step two we need to do now the research now these ideal clients of ours are they already targeted by other organizations mm -hmm. so we'll sit down and do a research audit to understand w which other brands are influencing them and how are they influencing them and how are they taking this up and what are the shortcomings of these other brands oh, okay so that's so a that research we, audit yeah okay after that now we we would sit down uh, if you have a name, that's okay, but mm -hmm. I would suggest leaving the professionals to naming your organization okay. because we have naming experts mm. and uh, they'll sit down, come up with around a thousand names, mm. then shorten them down, 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 down. A thousand? Yeah. yeah. And then um, they'll give you maybe the final five mm. and you'll choose one. Okay. And in there, they'll try and understand this ideal client and this name, how are they related? Mm. So. For example, you know, uh, Kenya is a multicultural society, mm -hmm. being that there are many languages. So we wouldn't want to name or give a name to a brand that yeah. has a negative connotation in any of the languages in Kenya, okay. for example. So if your market is just in Kenya, then your job is a little bit easy. So you look in Swahili, you look in all these, Mijikenda, mm -hmm. Kikuyu, Jaluo, and mm -hmm. the like. And after that, we want the co-brand attributes now to tell us what the name will be. Yeah. So for example, if something empowering and it's something bold yeah. and uh, energetic, mm. so we already kind of understand the types of names we'll be looking mm. at. But if it's calm and nurturing, mm. you know, we already it's know. Natural, simple, exactly. Clean. So okay. there are certain names that might go with that. Okay. And for example, it might be something clean, yeah. um, natural, natural, organic. Yes. Then even the type of color. If you close your eyes and yeah. think about it, you think, see a green know, coming green. in. Yes, I was going yeah. to see green so and white all of these things. White, white text. Um, all of these things. Yeah. This is the professional is the one who will guide you to okay, understand all, all this. Okay. And then there's another aspect to it. Um, will the beauty product be privately labeled, or is she manufacturing the product herself? Okay. 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 Because. 
uh, there are people who manufacture them. Mm-hmm. So if you're taking the manufacturing into consideration, yeah. that's something you can also brand the process okay. of manufacturing it. Okay. And that's why you'll, you'll, you'll read some tea packets and it's from the highlands of, yes. I don't know or which even, hills. Or even uh, our mineral water. <laughs> yeah, from the springs. Yes. I don't know what, what, yeah. <laughs> so all of that is just branded to I give you that you emotional will. feel to yes, the product, for me right? To feel where it came from. And... Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So oh. aside from that, yeah. uh, for example, if it's private labeling, uh, it means that you're buying this product in bulk, mm-hmm. uh, maybe overseas. Okay. Uh, it might be in Europe, China, Taiwan, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then you're bringing them here and then they, they are branded uh, for your brand. So it's not produced by you, but yeah. you just brand them and yeah. you're trying to sell now the brand. Okay. okay. Now here you need the actual professionals to work with you mm-hmm. because... Uh, there might be some some issues because you don't control the manufacturing process. Of course. And if there's issues from the manufacturing process, it will definitely go on to the consumer. And yeah. uh, you are in between, so yeah. you are the one who will be held liable. Yeah. So you need also lawyers to work with you okay. and uh, cabs, of course. Mm. You need all these government agencies to test all these products before we even start talking about branding mm-hmm. once it's approved that's when we come in okay. and then um, just to finish it up uh, more or less what I might have understood is that you want to create this brand that will sell the different products right mm-hmm. so even the packaging there must be thinking going into that uh, there's usability tests for example um, there's uh, the overall brand guide you know so for example, uh, Coca-Cola tells you, okay, we want to create a hand sanitizer. If you close your eyes very carefully, you know that that design must have uh, black, red, and white. Mm. And that's uh, the brand colors, for example. Yeah. So these professionals are the ones that will look at this color theory and everything mm. and give you the appropriate colors that will target these women that you're targeting, maybe 35, 30 years old. And that's the way to go about it. So what I would suggest... First of all, determine where are you getting the products? Are you making it or sourcing it from outside? Yeah. Uh, after that, do a legal search as well as a regulatory search, yeah? Just to know the product is safe for consumption or okay. for use. And then after that, now look for these branding professionals. They will help you. Okay. And I hope the very best for her. Thank you. That's really, really a good and extensive way to explain it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, here's another question. Yeah. This person asks, does a brand logo affect business presence in the market? A brand logo. Okay. Um, in the simplest way, yes, mm. it does affect. Okay, okay. Um, as I said in the beginning, mm. uh, the logo is not a brand. Mm. And um, just to make it clear, uh, the logo, it's just an identifier. Mm. Just knowing that I'm dealing with so and so mm. and um, you know all these branded documents that we see all the people who say we brand cars and we do this and that we give away I don't know newsletters yeah. or whatever yeah. one thing they must understand that each and every particular element of a brand has its own purpose mm. so the logo its only purpose is to identify that this person dealing with this logo knows that this he's dealing with this particular brand okay. and the best logos in the world mm. 
you can draw them uh, in less than 10 seconds. Even if you don't draw, you can draw them. Okay. So if I tell you what Nike is, Okay, yeah. You just do like <laughs> tick, you know. So <laughs> it's just that easy. Yes, yes, yes. Apple. Yeah. You just do Apple. Yeah. McDonald. You know those arches. Yes. And you write McDonald. Yes. Uh, Fubu. I don't yeah. know. Fila. Uber. 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 Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. all these one, yeah. good, good LG. logos. Exactly. LG is a simple one. Yeah. Also. You're right. So the best logos are the easy ones. The simplest. Because. The only purpose is to be an identifier. Mm. It doesn't need explanations. Oh. When I start seeing people having pizza businesses, then they draw the pizza guy <laughs> and the oven and the steam and the I don't know. And the sauce. Exactly. On the side. That's too much. That's too much and it confuses the user. Yes, yes, yes. One typical user will be bombarded by three thousand mm. advertisements per day. Yeah. Okay. Wow, so we amazing. only have a small amount of time mm. to hook him in. And a simple logo does the trick. Especially okay. right now where our attention span is getting shorter. Shorter and, and shorter. It's just crazy. <laughs> so that means you need the right logo to really... Exactly. Like, for someone to just see it yeah. and say, this is just yeah. a MacBook. Exactly. I mean, they can immediately just tell. Exactly. And something I should add, maybe two things. Yeah. One, we've said that the logo is uh, just... Um, the purpose for it is an identifier. Yeah. So we don't need to explain a lot. Yeah. Okay. So just look for a simple mark, mm. stick by it, and let the branding process take place, yeah. and people will identify you okay. with that. Yeah. Um, another thing I will say, uh, based on the logo, mm. is that as we are getting more competitive, yeah, uh, it's very hard. It's now becoming hard when you have this word kind of med logos. Yeah to be competitive in this environment. Okay. Because everything you have to be top notch. Mm. So, and that's why you need these professionals who actually do brand identity design yeah. to design you something. Mm. And we don't just design for the sake of it. Yeah. We design to address a particular issue. Mm. So for example, uh, the lady that we just answered the question yeah. before, she wants to do beauty products mm. and whatever. So. If she's targeting the whole mass, let's say everybody, mm -hmm. and the products will be cheap and yeah. stuff like that, then the logo itself can be something simple and uh, we can look at colors, then we have a, a little bit of leeway in choosing what we'll do. Mm. But if she's targeting the up market, the rich individuals, mm. so it needs to have that premium feel. Mm. Now, these professionals, when you tell them I want my product to look premium or my brand to feel premium, mm. they know what they'll do. Okay. Most likely, they'll use a dark color. Okay. So they might go for a deep brown, deep. a black, a mm. deep blue, mm. or even a deep purple. Mm. And then the writings, they'll be maybe in gold, for mm. example. Yeah. And then stamped with a gold foil on top. Mm. So it gives that feeling mm. remember the brand connects at an emotional level okay. so when you see this packaging whereby it's gold foil stamped yeah. and it's black and it has a welcome mm. like thank you for purchasing our product wow. note which is yes. handwritten yes. by the ceo mm. you feel like this is premium wow that actually okay. made me feel wow yeah <laughs> so all of this is what uh, i'm trying to answer the question yeah. for him the logo has an impact yeah. it has an because nowadays 
back then you'll have somebody on a call with you mm-hmm. oh i represent so and so company mm-hmm. uh, would you like our services and okay. whatever and even before that mm-hmm. you'll meet representatives face to face but now we're living in the digital era yes. we don't have the time to go meet and interact mm-hmm. with other people ah. so the first thing other people will see about your brand is, is the logo. logo so we have to take care of it mm-hmm. it's like your reputation sure. so yeah. if you have a sloppy logo we assume that your company is sloppy, sloppy. also you okay. could have the best service or the best exactly, product, but then your but logo... Exactly, but you're not branded correctly. Yeah. People don't take you seriously yeah. anymore. That makes so a lot of sense. So technology, everything, it, it just brought us to this point whereby mm. we need to do this stuff. Yeah. And part of the reason I decided to do this mm. is because I've worked for two companies that failed mm. and they were selling products. Mm. And it's because they never took attention to this. We were all about doing numbers, 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 As production and whatever. Mm-hmm. But when the product reached the markets, we couldn't do anything much. Yeah. We had already ordered, I don't know, 10 million bottles. Yeah. I don't know, we have produced 20,000 wow. liters. Wow. I don't know what. So it was just crazy. Mm. Yeah. So the logo is very very important mm. it's not the total branding but, but it is, is identified yeah okay so this is what someone is going to meet before they actually Clean. come and exactly you know interact with your product or your service yeah so th- just think of it as that it's like if you have an office your receptionist could be the exactly. best person you probably are not the best at what you do but if your receptionist is the best most welcoming cordial and people just assume they need to just relax and they, they're going to be taken care of yeah. so your logo is the first thing that you need to think about as well so that your customers uh, can be able to interact with it and you know you're giving them a certain feel yeah um okay so here's another question what's the best branding formula is there a branding Hmm. formula and what is the best branding formula If there was, I would pay highly to know about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but the unfortunate thing is that there's no formula. You see, branding is, is is part art and part science. Okay. So there are fundamental things about branding. For example, color theory. Mm. So we know about color theory. You see white, you see clean, you see peace, you feel hygienic, for yes. example. And that's what Dove is doing. Yes. And um, you see green, you see mm. growth, you yeah. see healthy. You see environment and most NGOs who are dealing with uh, nature will Mm. have green in their logo for example and food has red and yellow am I right red and yellow is very very important because um, there's something they call the color psychology it's part of the color theory okay and um, each color There's there are studies that has been have been done whereby people sit in a room, they're shown a color for a while, and then they're asked about their emotions and everything. Mm. So each color has different emotions that they invoke in people. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so after all these studies, uh, people like McDonald understood that the colors red and yellow uh, increase the appetite of somebody and it makes them want to eat so most of these fast food places Mm. you will definitely find red and yellow the yellow not so much Mm -hmm. at times they even just put yellow bulbs Mm -hmm. and the food looks just amazing in those light in that lighting right and yeah so they do that that's very true and now speaking let me go back now to the formula there is no actual formula Mm. Um, 
as I was saying, there's science, which we have talked, like, for example, with the colors and yeah. whatever. So yeah. the experiments done in a controlled environment and they get results and these results are out there. Mm. Uh, for those who are listening and uh, a little bit uh, inquisitive about this, you can uh, just type um, what colors mean. Just mm. type that on Google mm-hmm. and you'll find that, like, for example, blue, it shows uh, dependable mm. strength and most of the banking mm, industry, banks they have blue companies. somewhere yeah. yeah, because they want you to know they're dependable that's and true. they're strong and they'll always be there for mm. you, you know, something of that's the sort. True. Yeah, uh, It's also an element of trust mm. in, in between. Okay. Uh, but the other side of branding is mostly artistic and uh, you can have the same brand brief for example i want to create a restaurant Mm. i don't know what 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 give it to different people Mm. and they'll come up with totally different results Mm. but they will never miss the fundamentals which is the the science part because that's we cannot beat that Mm. but this creative side then we let ourselves go and from experience you know what works what doesn't work mm. um, I was talking to you about the use of the golden ratio for mm. example so these are based on experience yeah mm. and also the golden ratio is also part science okay. yeah so there is no formula in that yeah. and uh, but everything needs to work together yeah, and it, to make sure there's that a balance actually... in between art and science okay thank you so much for that um, here's another question when it comes to branding, does yeah. color affect the niche market or targeted <laughs> consumer? We already oh answered my God. that. <laughs> okay. That was another but, question. Yeah. yeah. Just 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 to to at least he should feel his question was, was answered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be kind enough and tell him yes, Thank color you. does affect. Okay. Um and uh, it's not just color for branding. Yeah. It's about also the font. Okay. Okay. So for example, um you see monster for mm-hmm. example yes yeah. yes yes you the see dream. the way the ah, like the, clothes the and whatever yes. yeah so that shows energy mm. like let me out yeah. i want to experience this yeah? yeah and when we look at something like dove for example or pampas okay, yes. it's just yes, a friendly so font and whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah? yeah so branding goes beyond to that point mm. and for example disney they have mm. their own proprietary font coca-cola does have their own font you can't mm. use it and you can't sure. find it unless sure. you illegally download but that's uh, something they own mm. and this font are actually done by professionals by reiterating what the brand core brand values ah, are okay. so for example we are a nurturing brand mm. and uh, we care about people so okay. of course we want a soft kind of font that you'll be using and uh, there are people who are paid to do that they'll mm. develop one for you but alternatively we can use the library that we have uh, we can buy fonts Uh, the license or we can have the free ones and we look for something that represents your brand and we choose that Uh, there is also sound for example Uh, and I'm testing the audience right now if I do oh yes okay so right there and then you see Nokia you see the hand you know so even sound is 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 branded yeah Yeah. and uh, even oh my gosh you know yes, so you yes, hear yes. that you're like this is 20th century yes. fox and um, all that plays 
part wow. in conjunction to bring now so the brand. So they all come together. They all need to work together. Mm, no Even the voice, the tone of the brand. Especially when you said that branding is actually supposed to, it's almost like you're putting that mark yeah. in someone's subconscious, subconscious mind such that even without you saying anything or someone standing there and saying buy into this, yeah. I automatically just know. Exactly. I know that this is what, you know, yeah. this is. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you for answering um, that question here's another one branding using using social media and how to do it um, effectively he says um, please ask him to go into detail about how the different social media uh, mm. platforms are regarding branding so I guess maybe what they want to know is yeah. if I'm trying to brand myself on Instagram yeah. or if I want to use Facebook yeah. Twitter do I do I have to kind of be a different person mm -hmm. on all these as an individual or as a business mm. how do how, how do we go about it um there are two ways I can answer that. Mm. First of all, before you even go to these social medias, you need to understand your brand. Mm. That's the first and foremost thing. So you need to understand what is the brand about? What's the message you're trying to put across? Yeah. What's the tone of the brand, the voice of the brand? How should the brand feel to the audience, you know? Mm -hmm. And once you understand this, now you reiterate it to every other post that you're doing. So if your brand is about empowering others, yeah. so your post, be it on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, mm. they should feel that uh, empowered or people who uh, read those posts should feel empowered. Okay. So, um, if um, you want to be different in these social medias, um, I will say yes and no. Yes, because we want to be consistent. Mm -hmm. And no, because um, there are different audiences for different social media. Twitter, you'll have intellectuals there. So mm. you can go about details, specifications about a product and mm. whatever, and they'll take it in because that's the type of people who are there. Mm. Uh, Instagram is more or less for our sisters and uh, <laughs> they're showing off. I'm going to this yes. weekend. I'm having fun and yes, stuff like that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's more visual. So, yeah, and it's yeah. more visual. Mm. So there you can do maybe quality pictures of your product mm. and a small description because they don't allow you to write a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then again, Facebook, there's an amalgamation of people there. Okay. So you can have now the picture and the intellectual whatever or the specific of the product mm -hmm. there okay. and then now it's a matter if you are targeting or advertising using Facebook you'll know the target to send that yeah, message to yeah, yeah I get you yeah. so that means that if I'm on Twitter let me stick to because I know the type of people that are there I'm yeah. intellectual so I'll know how to communicate that exactly. I'm, I'm finding that especially for me uh, on Wellness KE I find that some of the content that I post on Twitter even if it's the same the language how I con how I convey the message on Twitter is different from how I do it on Instagram True. and on Facebook as well True. so I hope um, we've answered your question yeah. because that's something that a lot of people can learn from and here's another one with the rise of social media many people are not really focusing on the branding and image quality mm -hmm. so how do we make sure that we build our brands in the right way regardless of how many followers mm -hmm. we have 
So here we come back to the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. You have first of all to, bre- to, to, to build a brand, then go out there. Because now your message will be consistent, the way you operate is consistent, mm-hmm. and your message is consistent, okay. right? But for those of us who are already there, yeah. and then now we are starting to understand that we need to be branded, mm-hmm. um, I will say hire a professional. Okay. Look for these people who do branding, mm-hmm. uh, talk to them, and they have these strategies and uh, you'll have uh, multiple sessions with them just to understand what you need to do okay. and then after that um that's when now we can go back to social media okay. and to be uh to do that yeah. but then again there's a very important document after you've done your brand identity design mm. the, the 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 firm must give you a branding guideline and this branding guideline has the rules and regulations mm. on how your brand should be okay. so you use this book as the constitution for your brand okay. and uh, we're not supposed to use images we're not supposed to do this mm. if you use images do this you know so it sets those rules mm. and even if you have 10 followers you have a million followers then your brand stays consistent okay wow okay now here we have some more questions our time is almost running up but guys had so many questions okay what can be done to maintain an existing brand that is not stable mm. and what are the do's and don'ts when starting a major brand Okay, um, stability. When we talk about stability in any construction, it mm-hmm. starts with the foundation. Yeah. So if your foundations were not right, that's why now you are shaking. Having problems. Yeah, because you didn't do it correctly. Mm. And I think we have said it a lot of times, you need to start with these professionals before you, you go out there. Mm. And the purpose for these professionals is because they'll be, uh, they'll create a good... Um, anchoring for you for example um aside from that uh, i'll just go over some do's and don'ts Mm -hmm. Uh, i'll just go over them quickly because of time Uh, so what do we need to do for our brands so Mm -hmm. we should always work with professionals Mm -hmm. Uh, we should understand that the brands are perpetual meaning that they'll go on even if you are not there or the business is not there mm-hmm. uh, you have to build the brand inside out mm-hmm. and um, your positioning statements should define your business okay? okay and you should always post your brand statement with pride what are the things you should not do you should not um, uh, you should not look at what your competitors are doing and copying it. Uh, you should not boast on unique uh, selling points. Okay, welcome back, guys. So this is um, an all-time high. It's the first time that Wellness KE has gone over 60 minutes. <laughs> but we're doing a part two of this conversation. It's, it's going to be really short because we have a question we need to answer and uh, Suleiman was actually explaining to us uh, what the do's and don'ts are when starting a major brand. Yeah, um, so we left off um, uh, where we are focusing on the don'ts. Mm. And uh, the first thing you should do is you should not look at what your competition is about. Yeah, you should not try and imitate your competition. 
because as we said um, a brand tries to connect with individuals at an emotional level mm. so there's no way you can have the same emotional level as the other people and you want to have your own your, your own way so you must be distinct in in one way or another okay yeah we can have people who are selling soap for example and for us we know there are different categories of soap so there's that uh, multi-usage for example you can clean you can wash your clothes mm. with and whatever whatever and then we go to different categories this is for showering this mm. is for cleaning cars yeah. this is for cleaning oil i don't mm. know something of the sort but you see for example uh dove mm. they have branded themselves as the soap for women mm-hmm. who want to moisturize their skin mm. or their hands, for example. And they'll go ahead and say that Dove is one quarter moisturizer. Mm. Yeah. So they're not marketing themselves to the mechanic who has yeah. just changed oil from a car. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically you are entering now to this space whereby you're selling soap. So you need to have your own story. Dove already have this, so choose your own story and okay. then go from there. Okay. Yeah. So also, uh, don't go with this mistake of having positioning statements that sound catchy and uh, mm. crazy okay. and good, you know. Because, for example, the positioning statement for Safaricom, the previous one, I really loved it. Mm. Like, um, the better option. You oh know, yes. I really love it. Oh, are they not the better option now? They are for you, no, right? Safaricom is for you. Oh, Tuaweza. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. But I thought the other one was really I nice. I think so you too. Know, it was short, simple and... Uh, the better option. They were the better option, I think right? it's because there were some people who felt like, well, if you're the better option, then they, we were yeah. going to come up with the best. Yeah. Because it's good, better and yeah. then best. So yeah, maybe like, they felt like someone was going to top them. I don't know, is it Mashpoa? Um, yes. Mashpoa is like we lead the leaders, yes. you know. People are like, oh, we are the leaders, then uh, we lead you follow, and then we lead, we the, lead leaders, the leaders, you know. Yeah, okay. yeah. But anyway, the purpose of this positioning statement, mm-hmm. uh, what is it needs to do, it should define your business. Okay. Okay? It should define your business. It should be short, of course, but... Don't go for these catchy, catchy phrases, yeah. trendy phrases and stuff like that. And don't forget to promote your brand internally. Internally. That's very, very important. Okay. What do you mean by that? A good example when I was working with the DRC. Okay. This is an extreme level of uh, trying to do this, but they mm. uh, are um, brewery, the okay. biggest brewery in okay. the DRC. It's called uh, Bralima. Mm. And this Bralima... If you work for them, mm. you have to go home with two cases of beer. Wow. That's a must. Because okay. they can't stand you drinking the competitor's beer. Wow. Okay? Okay. So you have to promote the literally. brand inside. Yeah, yeah. Then for them, it's literal. <laughs> but in a, in a real sense, mm. it's more or less your team needs to understand mm. the brand values. They need to understand your goals. Mm. And they should buy into that. Whereby they... They work for this brand because they understand this brand stands for A, B, C. Yeah. Okay? And once you promote it internally that. like mm. that, you create an audience from within. Yeah. Now you have brand ambassadors. Okay. Whereby, um, for example, somebody who works at, I don't know, town selling phones, Techno approaches mm. them and they're part of the Techno team now. Yeah. 
if the parent of that person wants to buy a phone, mm. I will assume that the lady or the young man is will suggest buy techno because yeah. I believe in it. I've seen yeah. the technology they're mm-hmm. putting in and mm-hmm. the way they're advancing buy techno. Okay? okay, so that's why we're we're saying that you need to promote the brand internally. Uh, internally. Okay, I understand yeah. you. So then that means if I work at Brookside Milk, <laughs> yeah, I need to make sure that that's the milk that I'm trying exactly. to drink and my family because. And <laughs> It will be weird for me, let's yeah. say, uh, as your friend or as your neighbor, mm. I come to your place, you work at Brookside, but you're not taking Brookside. Yeah. It will tell me there's something wrong with this with, health. With that particular brand. If this yeah. person works there, mm. why does he or she not consume the product? Mm. You know, it okay. starts putting issues. Okay. And yeah, you need your team with you. So I understand that. So yeah. for, for this particular question that has been asked about starting a major brand and the do's and don'ts, mm. I guess the most important thing to realize is that whoever is part of the team needs to buy into the exactly. brand. They need to embrace it. They need to own it. They yeah. need to speak it, breathe it, everything. Exactly. And if you fail to have these people yeah. like your brand and follow it, mm. it means that there's something faulty with the brand. Yeah, in your brand. Exactly. That's why people can't necessarily stay loyal and really believe exactly. in it. So think of it internally as testing out mm. the brand. Mm. So you have these ideas, you've been working on it, and yeah. uh, you start testing internally. Yeah. If you have positive affirmations internally, yeah. that's only when you can take it outside. Okay. Yeah. I understand you. Mm. So whoever is listening right now we just want for you to know that if you're starting up especially a major brand of course we wish you the best and we want for you to succeed and that's the reason why we've gone through the step by step and we want for you to realize that whoever is part of the team they also need to buy into your brand they Mm. need to believe in it they need to own it they need to use it they need to propose it to others to use so that that way it can be ingrained in people that this is a brand you can trust so this this is something that um Sorry, this is something that applies in every way. So in in um, conclusion, we really, really thank you for this particular conversation. You have really helped us uh, with all the information, all the questions, everything that people have asked, you've managed to answer. And I'm sorry that we've taken so much of your time, but then you've given us all the answers. <laughs> and to our listeners, um, thank you so much for always listening to the podcast, always sending in your questions. And we want for you to live a much better life. And I hope that this information is going to help you in that way. Do you have any closing remarks? Um, first of all, is to say thank you to yeah. you personally and also to Wellness KE. Thank you. Uh, I've been listening to your podcast and I think they're just amazing. Thank you. And... Um, there are people who will never tell you that uh, this has Im- impacted their life, okay. but it will do. Thank you. And on their behalf, I must say thank you. And I pray to God that you continue doing this. Oh. And um, may, may, may the good Lord reward you in this because thank it's you. something positive you're doing. Yeah. And um, I also would like the community to to promote this yeah yeah um if you have a friend uh, you have people you can share this information to yeah uh, please do so because um uh it's valuable information that is going on this podcast yeah. uh, make a habit of listening to it uh, maybe during your meditation hours maybe yeah. during the morning in the traffic and uh, yeah 
I really appreciate uh, all the people who have reached to this point at yeah. this point. Yeah. yeah. We've taken so much of their so time and they're listening to this, this voice and they're so like, ah, <laughs> this guy needs to shut up. But anyway, uh, we thank you very much and yeah. uh, I really appreciate that, to be honest. All right. And yeah. how can people reach you for those who want to um, reach out to you and they want some help with their brand strategy and everything? Okay. Um, I'll just give two channels of communication okay. for now. Um, my... The business number it's um, 0742-480-1111. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I repeat again, 0742-480-1106. Okay. Alternatively, they can just drop me a mail at uh, sazbranding at gmail.com. Yeah? And uh, we can take it from there. All right. Mm. All right. Thank you so much, Suleiman, for making the time, for being with us. All the interruptions, we've just gone through them smoothly. (laughs) But you've given us such valuable information. And to our listeners, remember, you can reach out to Suleiman um, through the number that he has given and also through the email uh, address. Thank you so much for making the time, for always listening to Wellness KE. And I hope that this information is valuable to you and is going to help you in living a much better life. That was our conversation today on intellectual wellness. My name is Fatma. Once again, you can reach out uh, through our social media handles at KE Wellness on Twitter, at well underscore SKE on Instagram, Wellness with Fatma on Instagram, and also um, Wellness KE on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.